Welcome back to the Glint Standard. Today we're talking about speed and work ethic. Welcome to the Glint Standard. The only podcast with millennial and old school thoughts on branding, advertising, and business development. Where's that going to go? Well, Speed, work ethic. I mean, obviously, really, as long as you're working really hard, you're working really fast. Right. That's the logical. That was the end of the episode. That was. That's right. actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> work hard. Work fast. Yeah. Never go home. Mm. Drive, 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 drive. Make people at top rich. We're good, right? I don't see anything wrong with this. Yeah. I hope our employees watch this though, because I think then they'd finally get it. And we. Yeah, maybe we should just tell them. Oh. How do you think that's going to go over? Yeah, yeah real good. Real good. <laughs> so so it, it, it's an interesting topic because mm. um, speed is important with what you do. Speed and not, not so much as always being fast, but also being slow. Okay. When am I slow and am I fast, right? And then work ethic, how does that play into it? And what is work ethic? Because a lot of people feel like, yeah, hey, I'm there all the time. It's showing up. Right. And that is not work ethic at all. It's not. No. No, and I, I, joking aside, like, I I really don't think that they're correlated. Okay. Um, In a way. Uh, Not necessarily in a, you know, you have to be, if you have a good work ethic, then you're going to move extremely fast, right? Somebody that is moving slower, somebody that is taking their time or being methodical with what they're they're doing, um, they may have an amazing work ethic because they're trying to accomplish more or they're trying to ensure one of the things that I think about when I think of speed is right. you're going to run into mistakes and they're probably not going to be as as caught. So right? if you're going slower, it's taking you longer, but you're not going back to do a lot of right. things. Okay, right. I got you. So you could have a great work ethic, but still be working really slow. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, you truly do have a great work ethic because what you're trying to do, the intentionality behind why. So if you're going fast, mm-hmm. same regard, right? You may have to redo it two or three times, right? Yeah. And involve other people. Yeah. But do you both end up in the same place at the same time? Maybe. Right? <laughs> Maybe. But I think that's part of it. Everybody's different a little Absolutely. bit. So you have to... Uh, work ethic can't be just a blanket statement and neither can speed for everybody. Yeah. You know, I, I can promise you there are certain things that I can do because I've been doing it for so long, mm. a lot faster than a lot of other people, right? Yeah. But if you base everything on that standard, you're setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. Now, in other regards, it's not that way. And there are the people that are much faster than I am, right? right. Work ethic-wise, I think I have a very strong work ethic, right? Because I'm focused when I'm here. Mm. And when I'm thinking about challenges, I'm focused on those. I'm yeah. looking for solutions. I'm problem-solving. And that's good work ethic. And sometimes it's past nine to five. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. But during that time when I'm on, I'm on. Right? Well, and I think you used a very um, a very specific case there, mm-hmm. right? I would even, like one of my responsibilities in the office is morale, right? Yeah. So I could have a great work ethic. <laughs> right. I could be extremely goofy and not focused on any work at all because right. I'm boosting morale. <laughs> This is how I'm justifying that. Did you see that? <laughs> I see where you're going. Yeah, so, I like the way you segue that. Yeah. So, but no, like in in all actuality, if you're in charge of morale, right? It's coming up with uh, a good work ethic. Is coming up with a a good 
um, team building exercise that is gets us out of our environment maybe and gets everybody energized and excited. And those, right. That is a good work ethic, but it's yeah. not sitting down and working hard. You know, it's doing something fun and exciting. And right. Those kinds of things. And you need some of that. Um, I think the challenge comes into, and you know I'm hard on this side, right? Mm-hmm. It's a business. It is. We're here to make money. It is. We're here to make money for our employees, for the company, for ourselves, right? Yeah. That's why we're here. So it can go to, and, and there's, a, there, there's a big culture shift right now about, do I love my job? Oh. And a lot of people do, and some do sometimes. At the end of the day, it is a job, right? right? If you didn't have to do it, would you? And that's really an important question to answer because our jobs in particular are mm. super stressful at times. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't give it up for the world because the highs weigh, um, the highs outweigh the lows yeah. tremendously yeah. when you have them, right? It, it, it can be a nightmare, the up and down of it, of it all. So it does become, you know, when you think about work ethic, mm-hmm. it's gonna mean something different to everybody as well. And that's yeah. what you've got to remember. Yeah. And, and some people, man, they they don't have as great of a work ethic, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, I'm here to collect a paycheck. I really don't want to move up into management. I really don't care about all that kinds of stuff. But they're doing their job. But they're doing their job, mm-hmm. and they're probably incredibly fast at their job because they don't get bogged down in a lot of extra details. Yeah. They're like, this is the job. This is what I'm doing, and I'm going to go do it. Great. And that's it. So at the end of the day then, at the end of the year, yeah, are there raises for doing the job? Because you're getting paid to do the job. And I always mm-hmm. think raises, for the most part, are all about going above and beyond and taking on more responsibility is how you start to grow in your career. But if you're not interested in that, right, and everybody's on the same page, then, then you're fine. I would say, for, for me, the way I think about raises in mm-hmm. general is um, it's more based about the company right, um, than it is individually, right? So okay. I think of bonuses, that's individually. Well, right? that makes sense. Right. How well did we do as a company right. this year? Right. But if our company, and because at the end of the day, you could have the most amazing work ethic in the entire world, but if you're not producing, what does that matter, right? right? Um, if stuff's not getting done, and yeah, maybe you're burning yourself out by being here all the time because you're constantly thinking about it, constantly trying to work harder, constantly trying to move faster or move slower or whatever that requires, right? But if you're not producing, then yeah, like nobody's getting a raise. So, because yeah. we didn't produce for the year. So you feel like there's a big difference between work ethic and speed? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and neither one's right, neither one's wrong. It's just, it's about fit, how, how does it fit into the workplace? Right. And, and there are people that can fit into your workplace who have little to no work ethic. They're there to do the job. They're there right. to collect their paycheck, and they're. They How does that affect on. morale, though? In an interesting way, right? <laughs> <laughs> You've got other people that are driving, and they're yeah. high drivers. And they want to achieve, and you see people just get getting by. This is how it's looked at, right? Yeah, It'd be yeah. Really frustrating. But I think it also has to do with their personality. Um, I think it, it their openness and honesty about it. Um, like one of the one of the. Th- parts about our culture is just being open and honest about things, right? doesn't matter how uncomfortable that can get at right. times. Being open and honest will get us where we need to be, right? Right. And so there could be people that come in and they're just there to collect a paycheck and that's fine, right? But we have to know that. We have to be open about that. We have to be able to talk about that and then go, okay, but my expectation now is 
when something comes in and it's due in 15 minutes and it's five o'clock, I'm not giving it to that guy because he's going to check out and he's going to be done and he's, he doesn't have the work ethic you, to try to push it forward. you know that's there. Right. So instead, I'm going to give it to the person that I know could you succeed. you go, okay, that person's not dependable then? I, I, they're dependable to to the extent of to what I can. To what you can get. Yeah. Set the yeah. right expectation around that. Exactly. Do you feel, okay, probably uncomfortable question, right? <laughs> um, just in general with people, right? Do you feel like work, work ethic can be generalized? Amongst the different generations, ooh, um, to an extent, I don't think it's so universal that like you know baby boomers were super hard workers and millennials. We really just don't care, right? Um, <laughs> I know, I know a lot of the uh, baby boomers now who are in leadership maybe think that um, that we. I, I think the. The experience that we've gone through as a generation in each generation right. helps define um, a lot of a lot of our personality traits, but doesn't define us as a person. And so, yeah, my personality. And the other side of that is depending on the job you're in, right? So, like, I mean, if I landed the job of the year that I wanted forever, right. my work ethic is probably through the roof because I never want to leave that place, right. and I love it, and I work, right. and especially. The other side of it is, is a prime example that I know is in our industry is a an adult who maybe has kids or something like that, whatever reason, early on in life, they didn't pursue their career in creativity or graphic design or whatever, but they, it's their passion. They love it and whatnot. And as soon as they get through community college or the Arts Institute or any of those kinds of things, get their degree, and now they're going to go, you know, they just got out of night classes and they finally land the job. Their work ethic... I guarantee you it's going to be through the roof because they finally get to do what they love to do and they get a yeah. paycheck for it and it's not just a hobby to them. Like they finally achieve. Well, and that's really passion. Yeah. That's what helps to drive that then. Absolutely. See, and I think of it in terms of, you know, I, my generation works really, really hard. I go high work ethic, right? Mm. Um, baby boomers, high work ethic. We've all claimed it, depending on what it is. What I've learned from younger generations, we use millennials as an okay. example, work-life balance starts to play into that now. Mm. Like we we have achieved a fair amount of success each generation, right? Mm. And overcome some pretty major obstacles just with economies and whatnot, right? And the challenge in your life. But you have to remember your kids are looking at you too. Yeah. So you may have an amazing work ethic and be able to do whatever it takes because that's your passion, your drive, but are you home, mm -hmm. right? Are your kids seeing you stressed out all the time? Are they happy? Yeah. And they're going, I don't want that. Right. Right? So well, they want to figure out something else. That's probably part of why millennials are probably looked at as um, less hardworking and more work-life balance, right? Only because we saw a lot of our parents work all the time. All the time. Yeah. All the time. But that's what they were taught because their parents before them went through the Great Depression. And it's like you have to work up. You have to save. You have to do these things, right? And then they come in and work all the time, work towards that 401k and right. retirement funds and all those things, right? And then now our generation is coming in. I don't I, Most of the people I talk to that are my age don't even know what a retirement fund <laughs> looks like for them, right? Oh, they're not even thinking about it. <laughs> but they're just going, I just want to live a good life. I want to work hard, but I, yeah. and I want to achieve, but I don't, I don't want to like kill myself trying to... But there's still work ethic there is the thing, right? Absolutely. But you're not waiting until you're you know, 70 years old to enjoy not working. 
Yeah. You want to take some time while you're working and enjoy it through your entire life. Right. So I think there's a lot to learn through that too. Yeah. I think it's I think it's an awesome concept and idea and I think Europe has it more in balance in that regard. Mm. Um I think we're gonna to start to get that pathway. You know, as an agency here we're trying to get a little more balanced with that as well. because um, I mean at the end of the day you only get one life, right? Yeah. So Yeah. Well and I, I the other side of that I would say is when we're looking at, you know, work ethic, my work ethic could be really, really high, right? Like I love this place and I wanna work really hard for this place. Right. But I may not be working as many hours or I may not be doing that because I'm implementing new strategies or looking at innovative ways mm -hmm. to think about things or, right. or using technology nowadays, right? Um, and the advancements that we've had there to be so able to- So it overcomes speed? Yeah, yeah, I think so, right? Okay. Um, Work smarter, not harder, right? Big um, fan of that. <laughs> yeah. So maybe there's automation that could happen for us that allows us. I know we use automation in our own office mm -hmm. um, to be able to, you know, any any task that's pretty simple that could have been accomplished by a computer. Yeah, we have the computer do it because that makes that easier on everybody around us. Now, the reason if you're basing your entire business on making sure that that happens that's scary to think about a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right so and instead if it's just more of ease of life right it gets you that time back right so for me in my generation it may be we're using automation to be like well i got it done in four hours when it took you eight right but that means i get four hours back maybe that's how we're thinking about right. it but we have the same level of work ethic it's just it, i can do it faster than you because i know technology so how do you how do you find balance in all of that? Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you want to you don't you you don't want to walk into place that's constant drive 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 right right. Um, that that's typically how it is. So how do you find balance in that type of thing? You put somebody like me in charge of morale. Yeah. That's a good way to do that. Yeah, here's what we're gonna do: we do morale building, and then we do podcasts. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so no, I think I think it's. Um, it's one of those things that as a, a leader in your company, you have to have a probably uncomfortable and difficult conversation um, that you're having with everybody in the company, right? Getting everybody's input. Do you, here, here's my question. If you're the boss, right? And especially as that company continues to grow, how do you receive information that people aren't happy or that people feel like it's constantly work, 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 yeah. work, right? Yeah. Like, how are you getting that information back? Because that can tell you a lot. If you're like, I don't know. Well, you should start there and you should figure out what is your company feeling? Do they feel overworked? Do they feel comfortable? They might right. feel comfortable and you're, right. you're fine, right? You feel like I'm driving them too hard and they're really like, no, this is easy. So I'm good. <laughs> and at that point, you push harder. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no, I think it's, I think it's more of um, getting an, an idea and a sense by just having good conversation, right? And from there, as a team, a leadership team, um, you start to figure out how do we balance that scale now. So you think it's the responsibility of the leadership within the business to, to manage work ethic and Absolutely. speed and make sure basically teaching and guiding along pathways of this is an expectation that we need you to achieve towards based on what the capabilities are of the person. Yes, okay. and, and I would say, um, it's, it's probably one of the biggest changes that I'm starting to see here, uh, not here in, in our office. Right. It is happening in our right. office, but 
But here in America, more than anywhere else, um, not that I have a ton of exposure outside of that, but but even just um, the way that I'm starting to see things is is we're not going, the job is this, you have to be this fast. You, I can't tell you the last time I've seen how many words per minute you can type on somebody's resume, yeah, right? that's interesting. That used to be a- That was a big this deal. This is how you get a job. Yeah. Can you do it? How fast are you? But now it's not there. Right, because we just assume, or well, then you type at whatever speed you want, right? As long as you can type, that's really the important part. And can you use programs? Can you figure them out, right? When software changes and updates, can you learn? Yes, and so I think it's more now less about those kinds of things and more about um, looking at the job and going, these are the types of people we want to hire, these are the types of things that we want to fulfill, right? And this, the role that we have, but what type of personality fits into that? What type of person is going to be really good for that type of role? What type of person is, you know, do they have to be a nine to fiver or, or is it going to be somebody that we do need? They might have to work a weekend, right? Yeah. So how, you know, uh, taking from the other side, I think it's important that leadership does pay attention to those types of things, mm-hmm. right? And tries to guide that pathway. But how much of that still has to come involved with self-discipline, self-driven, oh, yeah. right? And that piece of it as well. If you see, if you're wanting to make progress and you're seeing you're not doing it like others, or maybe you are doing it like others, but others are passing you and some are not, you find that balance. How does self-discipline play into that mm. as a motivator? Which I think can be very, very difficult. Well, I think part of that is, um, as you said, right, if you're starting to see people surpass you, right? Obviously, that's usually a good driving force to be like, I need to change that something. That competitive edge kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I think everybody has that built into them in some different level, right? right? There, There is some level of competitiveness. Um, but I would also say it's, you know, for some people, it may not really matter, right? The self-discipline, they may be okay with their nine to five and taking the paycheck and going home, right? And they're um, disciplined in achieving that. Right, the reality of that is as a company, we're gonna look at that and go, yeah, we could, for the same price, get somebody else who is gonna go above and beyond for us. They're gonna expand past nine to five. So you always run that risk. Or do you have that person that's, you know, they're dependable, they're gonna show up and they are going to deliver and they work hard while they're there. If you can get eight hours of work out of somebody. Oh yeah. You can't, but if you could, it'd be amazing. Well, right? they have a 12-hour work day. Oh, is that how you do yeah, it? Yeah, but then you get eight hours out. Get eight, get eight if you put in 12 hours. Yeah. Okay, that, I can see that work. Yeah. I don't know if people will want that job, <laughs> I don't but think so. that would work. <laughs> That's how you get to eight. Yeah, so. <laughs> but no, I think, it's, uh, I think it's more of, you know, they, they, those, those people eventually hit a point going, I want job security. I got to be more disciplined or I got to sharpen my skills or I got to do those kinds of things. That's where the self-discipline starts to kick in because they know from a business sense, you can't just work your nine to five the rest of your life. And I mean, I guess in some industries you could, but in ours, you really just can't do that, right? You have to be sharpening. You have to be thinking. You have to be growing. And it, it sounds like a horrible job, doesn't it? No. I mean, you constantly have to go, go, go and it never shuts off. It doesn't. It right. doesn't. It doesn't. And, and you have days where you're just you're not producing and you're kind of lazy, and you got to have those days too. You yes. can't have a million of them, but you got to have them. Yeah. Because it does get so stressful. But that that's just uh, people complain about that in the industry a lot, mm. right? But you know, coming into the industry, that's the industry. It's what it takes. 
you're on your client's time for the most part. Right. And there's just, there's just a lot of moving parts to that. So if it's not something you can join, something you like, you got to go to a different industry. If you're going to come in, embrace it and just do it. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's, uh, that's some of the, uh, I've watched some, some industry um, groups and that's one of the biggest complaints is to constantly going and am I being rewarded and yeah. all of that. And it's, it, it can be, be a major drag. I get it. It can. That's why we have to manage burnout. Morale. <laughs> oh, yeah. And morale. Help with the other. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. So. Well, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, what What are your thoughts? Do you think there's a generational side of, of work ethic that, that kind of comes in? I think that's probably one of the bigger talking points that it is very interesting. One, yeah, yeah. Um, and based on the feedback that we've gotten, we're seeing a very different gap between generations that, that actually listen and watch this. So we'd love to hear from you if you feel like it's it's something that um, is just ingrained in each generation. They have different work ethics. But uh, leave us a comment below or send us a message, agency at theglintstandard.com. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Glint Standard featuring Glint Advertising in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Don't forget to submit your questions on our social media pages or email us at agency at theglintstandard.com.